BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Coming up next, our final News Roundup and Information Overload Hour. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour. Toll free, it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. So the interview that I did with Gavin Newsom, uh, we aired the full hour, uh, although it wasn't the full hour. We have a little more that we didn't air. We'll air some of that tonight. We also have Laura Trump on tonight and much more. Um, And we'll give you the latest news as always. Um, But we have more tonight. But it got a lot of people talking. I suspect he wants to run for for president. A lot of people, I want you to maybe hear it will be different from seeing it, but we're going to play some of that in this final hour. All right, so I write you. Uh, This pick got a lot of pickup. I'm sure you saw as well. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I want to do an interview. Yeah. And I don't want to do an interview. I want to make sure the audience understands up front. This is not going to be me. I want you to answer and give your views. I would say you represent probably about half the country, your views, and the other half represents mine. You agree? We're kind of divided. Plus or minus. Certainly Plus divided. Minus. Yeah. yeah. No question. I mean, I'm not, you know, we're polarized. We're traumatized. We clearly are in these, and we're in these echo chambers. I mean, let's be candid, Sean. I mean, you know, my, your folks are watching you and getting a certain perspective. My folks are watching other networks getting You'd a certain perspective we as well. We have studies that show a lot of Democrats watch me. Well, including me. Uh, so I'm actually, I'm here for a reason. Yeah. To with the point, though, I yeah. think uh, we need more of that cross-pollinization. We need more of these kind of conversations. And we need to not just you know, accuse each other uh, of misleading the American people, uh, but I think confront each other in the context of providing opportunities to address some of the facts that are often omitted in terms of the conversations and topics we choose to pick up. So what I what, what I see is I don't know how you reconcile some of these differences. Now, you either believe in secure borders and and law and order 
and people that want to come into our country have to do it legally. I'm the product of that. Um, Or there are people that want open borders. You believe in defund, dismantle, no bail laws like cities like in New York where the show originates from, or you believe law and order, safety, security is a prerequisite for the pursuit of happiness. You want energy independence or you want you don't want any any domestic energy production. I mean, the, the, how do you reconcile well, I, I don't, I see, I, those? I, I don't see those binaries at all. Quite you don't country. see it at all? No, I don't. I mean, I, I want border security. Democrats want border security. We also want comprehensive. But you don't want any walls. I want comprehensive immigration reform. I want to actually address the issue more comprehensively, just like Ronald Reagan did in 1989. Just like, and with respect, Sean, you promoted yourself mm. with the Gang of Eight and bipartisan legislation that got 68 votes in the Senate only to die in the House that could fundamentally address this issue, which is the issue. So I don't see that. I always had as my position, build the wall first. You're against building any wall. I know. I have no problem with the 650 plus miles we have on border walls. I come from a state with the largest. I mean, San Isidro is the largest land port in the Western Hemisphere. I don't need to be educated on the issue of the border or issues of immigration policy. One thing. Medi-Cal for illegals is $2.7 billion to the state. And how many billions are we spending for uncompensated care? People end up in the emergency. Can I ask you? On the back end, wasting taxpayer money. Why is it wrong to just demand, if you want to come to this country, obey our laws, uh, respect our borders, respect our sovereignty, apply, come in, and we can expedite the application Uh, process. It's the the, the latter part. Now you're having a conversation. This is where I think the vast majority of Americans. That's why I'm here. That's the point. I'm here to bring us together. And that was the point of the comprehensive reform. Where's Congress? I mean, I'll get, look, you can criticize Biden all the time. Biden's border crisis. I watch 24-7 surround sound anger machine around that. I get it. Wait a minute. In three years, he will allow over seven and a half million people illegally into this country. You have to see there's something wrong with that. No, I do. And I see there's something right with what he's done post Title 42, a 70% reduction, taking a lot of the core tenants that the previous administration used. He's now right. being sued by the left, not just being applauded, certainly by the right. That said, here's what's missing. The conversation you just you know just suggested we should be having around dealing with asylum seekers and backlogs and updating and modernizing our visas and addressing a pathway that Ronald Reagan himself acknowledged. Let me ask you if and you I support think those this. things are missing. Should we have background checks? Yeah. Should in the middle of a pandemic health checks? Uh, we did. Should we have means testing so the people that enter this country are not going to be a financial burden on the American people? We prioritize already with certain. We prioritize with STEM. We prioritize with visas already. We prioritize well, a free college education workforce. and two point seven billion dollars of taxpayer dollars in California to Medi-Cal. And that's for illegal immigrants only. <laughs> and we're spending the money already. I know everybody on the right can't stand sanctuary policy. I understand that. Rudy Giuliani, by the way, yeah. Trump's old uh, attorney, was a huge proponent of sanctuary policy. I didn't know that. Uh, actually said it keeps you healthier, safer, uh, and more educated. Actually made those arguments right. when he was governor, or rather mayor of New York. It's the cards that are dealt in the absence of comprehensive reform. I'm all for comprehensive reform. I'm for background checks. I'm for addressing border security and all its forms and manifestations, not just walls. I'm addressing a legal pathway. I'm actually wanting to address all these issues, but I want to do it in a rational way and not just bastardize the conversation as exclusively about the border. 
border. Okay, I have here in my pile of stuff the exact federal law that prohibits. Now, there are two court decisions that you might be able to cite. One is the the Trump lawsuit. That was in the Ninth Circuit. The other is some wording and one opinion that Justice Scalia gave some years back. But for the, it is unambiguous when you read the 18 U.S. Code as it relates to entering the country that you've got to do so legally. By characterizing the state as sanctuary, aren't you thereby violating federal law, the laws that are on the books, and that our own Constitution states very unequivocally that, in fact, you should be following? The sanctuary policies have been on the books for decades. Cities, Democratic cities, Republican-led cities in the past, Democratic states, clearly, more modern uh, conception around dealing with reality, the cards that are dealt. You want people that are victims of crime to come forward and report those crimes. That's the purpose of sanctuary. You want a kid to be educated that's here regardless of how they got here. You want that kid educated. You want to take care right. of someone that's in an emergency and not have them concerned that they're going to be deported by a nurse. The point is you deal with reality. But look, I stipulate. I'm happy to get rid of those, those protections by doing the hard work of actually coming together as a nation across our differences and support comprehensive reform and modernize our asylum system and modernize our immigration system. This issue will only get worse. It's not just a border issue. It's Seven and a half million people under Joe Biden will illegally enter this country in three years of his presidency. Okay. To me, that's unconscionable. That's unfair to the American people. That's unfair to the states including your state that's unfair to border states like texas but here's where i want to just pause a second and and ask you a really serious question um i don't think joe biden is mentally physically capable of being the president of the united states hang on i suspect if i took your phone and i took a look at it not that i believe in privacy i would never do that um i would bet on a daily basis that there are people urging you to run for president and primary him. Am I wrong in my assumption? Well, my phone's been lighting up how well he did with the UK prime minister. My phone lit up and how he that's schooled. Not my, that's a nice stock. McCarthy on the desk. Your really? phone light up. My phone lights up with Republican friends saying, you know what? Despite all of the rhetoric, these bipartisan bills he keeps passing on infrastructure and the CHIPS and Science Act, the bipartisan work he did on gun legislation reform and around the debt ceiling, uh, make me feel maybe he's done a little bit better job than some. that wasn't suggested. my question. Are, does your phone light up with, Gavin, you need to get in this primary. He's not able to run. He's not up to the job. Look, uh, there's, everybody has their quiet chatter, uh, and everybody's out there rooting for America. Uh, I'm rooting for our president, and I have great confidence in his I don't leadership want him, I don't and want him to what fail. he's been able to accomplish. I think his policies are failing. Ah, Chips Act, Science Act, do you oppose that? Uh, I will tell you, on every measure from the economy, inflation, borders, energy, uh, national security, he's missing in action. Let's talk about them in order. Let's well, talk hang on. Uh, uh, Wait, but no, I no, want no, to no. challenge the premise. You said the economy, 13.1 million jobs he's created. More, these are post-COVID jobs. Okay. You know that. Well, well, I mean, well, that that's an artificial well, number. It, well, but no, no, no. Then let me just let me stipulate so. this as an, as an opportunity to engage civilly on this. Okay. Fair point. Your president, Donald Trump, lost 2.6 million jobs mm -hmm. during his four years. We created 13.1 million. Fine, you can maintain a COVID frame. How about the fact that Joe Biden's created more jobs, six times more jobs than the previous three Republican presidents Is your, combined? Are you going to tell me that the average family, where we have two-thirds of Americans now living paycheck to paycheck... It was 70% under Trump. 
There was That's 70%. Under Donald Trump, Trump living paycheck. We had the paycheck. lowest unemployment rate for every demographic. We, we, now, we have the lowest black me, unemployment in history, you. and you and I are living with the lowest unemployment we had in it. our lifetime. We, we, we had it for every demographic, and the economy was Black unemployment's along. record low under Joe Biden. Okay. We had historic low after historic low under Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I mean, here's, but, but he's here's what I don't want to have Trump's happen. clock, Biden, in terms of the progress in job creation. You're, you, you, Look at what he's done on so jobs. How would you grade Joe Biden's presidency? Because well, you're, you're at odds with the American people well, and the Democratic well, Party. I'm just, I'm just dealing with What's the your facts. Grade? I'm dealing with what, the facts. What, you, what is your grade for I'm going to go back. Let's talk. You, you brought up six well, topics. you got to answer some questions. I'm answering the ones What's, in order. What you is, brought up the economy. On the economy, let's talk about the economy. You want to give him an A? Inflation. Stubborn around the globe. Let's let's but let's talk about inflation. It's down forty percent since last summer. Ten months in a row, four point nine percent. He was okay. just with the UK Prime Minister at six point nine percent. Is that because of Biden's? I think Fed Biden's policy? economic and energy policies directly yeah. impacted the UK's inflation. No, I am or the fact that France is five point five percent or Germany's at six point one percent. On inflation, we're moving in the right direction. On the issue of the border inflation, security, he inherited one point four percent inflation. It went up to forty year high after forty. Globally, globally, because you just brought so up, so, so you were making an excuse get, for Trump's dismal jobs record related to COVID. It wasn't a but dismal you won't jobs record. COVID's relationship to inflation globally. And by the way, let, COVID let me and immigration impacting right. our inflation. Let, let me stop you. All right, so I would assume that's you're going to get Biden A. Here's the problem that Joe Biden has. All right. You're arguing, you're fighting, you're battling, you're articulate. We could sit here for three hours, probably have a beer or two in the middle of this, <laughs> and you can keep going. Here's the problem. problem. Your, your president can't have this conversation. He's not capable of it. Now my question is a serious one. All right. Okay. Is Joe Biden up to the job of being president? And as a little reminder, take a look at your president in the monitor. And there's an awful lot of stories that are told, but probably a bunch apocryphal about uh, um, uh, the former prime minister. Uh, like they say, baths up there. No, anyway. Wandering around at three in the morning. Yeah, Winston Churchill. <laughs> By the way, I met with uh, who are those guys that fly over shortly? You heard of them, haven't you? And the cheer for Muslim, for, we cheer for Muslim athletes like Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I know him, and I still mispronounce his name. So uh, I'm trying to think. What was the last? Where was the last place I was? It's hard to keep track. Um, I was. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. Ireland. That's where it was. Eight E I G H percent. He said you're too much. You're too much like that guy who led the revolution instead of the guy who was the prime minister. I said, who? He said you got to be less like. The military guy. They shot him. God bless you all. Let's go. Let's go lick, lick the world. Let's get it done. And then you got Joe Biden is having a hard time standing up. I want you to tell me that you think he is cognitively strong enough to lead this country against China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and a war, new axis of evil, and that he's the guy. He cannot articulate the economy the way you just did. 
Yeah, but uh, I don't think he's capable. I know he's capable. I see results. I've seen a master class in results the last few years. You don't see the results on the, the CHIPS Act. You don't see the results on the infrastructure. You had infrastructure week every week for Chips four Act. years. We're still importing them all from Taiwan, had, which is about to be taken over no, by China. I, we had $4 billion proof point just here in California with applied materials, bringing semiconductor investment back here in the state of California. My point being, We're talk about real results, but bipartisan results, real results. Jobs programs, the IRA, I know you don't like it. I mean, hundreds of billions of dollars in green energy investment, mostly in red states. You're the biggest beneficiary of the IRA. He raised taxes on oil, bill. gas, coal, pensions, and, quote, taxes corporations. Corporations don't pay taxes. They pass the cost on to consumers. That's all they do. You know that. Uh, on the issue of energy independence, I think it was your second of the, the list of items. Do you think he's cognitively strong enough to I, be president? I have conversations with him all the time, yes. And I'll tell you what. You do. I'm dead serious about that. I've, convers I've talked to him when he's been overseas. I've been in Air Force One, Marine One. I've been in the limo with him. I've spent time with him. Okay, privately. but you never and answered my question directly. How many times is your phone ping a day people saying you need to get in this race because they agree with me that he's not up to the job? Uh, I see where you're going with that. I'm asking. No, I, and I'm not answering. Under any circumstances, would you get in this no. primary? No. None. I, look, I really am proud. I think he's a man of decency and character. I'm really proud of the president. I'm proud of what he's accomplished. He's strong enough to be president. That's what I'm strong I'm enough. Look about. what he just did to McCarthy. All right, quick break. Right back. We'll continue more with uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom on the other side. Uh, the unaired portion of that interview is part of our show tonight on Hannity. Uh, as well as Laura Trump and others, 9 Eastern, CEDBR, Hannity, Fox News, as we continue. In a sea of government lies, he's the beacon of... Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash. No tooth fairy or piggy banks. No more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought medals from the top-rated company, GoldCo, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. So call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Visit HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Go to HannityGold.com today and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at BP.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. More of my interview with Gavin Newsom from earlier this week. Uh, the unaired portion will air tonight. Also, Laura Trump is on tonight. Uh, the battle for the heart and soul of this country is uh, ongoing. want to get her take on Joe Biden and the Biden family syndicate as well. Uh, listen, uh, before we get back to the interview, the, you know, there was a young woman. Here's a preborn ad. That ad ends up changing her life dramatically. 
Now, she was expecting a child. She kept her pregnancy a secret from her parents, a young woman, made an abortion clinic appointment, and days before the appointment is when she heard the preborn ad on the radio. And that talked about, you know, uh, the science of ultrasound and hearing a baby's heartbeat and, you know, being able to see facial features, fingers and toes. Anyway, so she still doesn't tell her parents. She goes to the abortion clinic as scheduled, but she still has the message of preborn in her mind. So she says, you know what, I'm going to call my mom. She calls her mom, says I'm pregnant. I have an appointment right now for an abortion, but I can't do it. Can you please come get me? A mom came and got her. This happens 200 times a day using the science of ultrasound to help expecting moms make a decision to choose life. And it happened in this case. Anyway, they don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. Every ultrasound they give is for free. All the counseling they offer is free. Uh, All the diapers and baby formula and baby food that they offer moms after they give birth, that's free too. And they just rely on the pro-life community and those that believe in the sanctity of life to fund this. Anyway, join this great cause. I recently bought two uh, ultrasound machines for two of their facilities because they desperately needed them. Demand was that high. Anyway, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, that's S-E-A-N, and maybe you will be saving a life today. Anyway, we continue with my interview with California Governor Gavin Newsom, part two, the unaired portion tonight, as well as Laura Trump and more, 9 Eastern on Fox. So we're at a point, I think you are far more articulate, far more versed, far more energetic. I'm just, I have this theory that people are going to come calling because I don't think in your party they think he's a guy. No. Just my, my thought. Uh, now I've got a bunch of yeah. Well, I don't want to make this an argument. I want you to explain, because my argument to you is conservative policies work. You know, I don't care if it's Ronald Reagan. I don't care if it's Newt Gingrich's contract. I don't care if it's Donald Trump's four years as president. Got it. I believe his policies work. Peace through strength work, building up our military, building a wall, uh, enforcing law and order, energy independence, which Biden gave up, which he didn't bring up. Uh, let me, which I'm happy to direct. Uh, let me take. show you a list of corporate headquarters that are leaving your state in droves. Well, no, let's bring it on. I look forward to having this conversation. I'm well aware. Corporate headquarters, they're leaving. Look at San Francisco in particular. They're closing down because they can't keep their product in the store because they're getting robbed. I got another one for you. (laughs) Seasonally adjusted business applications. You always bring up Florida. I compared you to Florida. I think you have a higher population, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Significantly higher population. Why are they doing better in business formulation? We'll we'll have to take a look at that in more detail. You take a look. I'm happy happy that we're looking forward. How many more of these do you have? Let's go. About eight. Bring them on. on. Let's do bring them all on. Let's have this conversation. Okay. Let me ask. (laughs) This is a tough question for you. I don't think it will be. Well, let's find out. All right. So you're the first governor in history that has had a net migration out of the Golden State. Go west, young man. Yep, yep. I lived here five years. I lived here five years. Morris Greeley. I was the poorest guy in Santa Barbara at the time (laughs) in the early 80s. Um, If you look at, I want you to really look at this and explain for the years 2021 and 2022 why Florida is taking in nearly a, a thousand people a day and you're losing 800 people a day. They're leaving. Yep. Tell me why they're leaving your state. So uh, we'll stop at three or you want to do the whole No, eight? no. We'll just right. answer one at a time. 18 states. 
18 states had declines in population. California's was 0.3 percent. You didn't bring up any of the red states that had decline in populations. It's an interesting fact, and I don't see it on here. An interesting omitted fact. What's that? Per capita, more Floridians moved to California than Californians moving to Florida. That, I don't imagine, is in one of your eight slides. Let me take another stab at this. In 2021, California had 7.8% of GDP, GDP growth in this country, one of the fastest growing economies anywhere on planet Earth. This state continues to be the tent pole of the American economy. 25.6% of all American jobs came from this state in April. In the last two fiscal years, we enjoyed $177.7 billion in operating surpluses. We're on our way to be the fourth largest economy, eat your heart out, Germany, in the world. Number one in R&D, venture capital, more scientists, researchers, more Nobel laureates, more patents emanating out of this state than any other state in America. With all due respect, Florida doesn't even come close. Eat your heart out, Texas. California continues to I be the dominant economic engine I, for the American I promised you before this interview I would let you give full answers. That's a full answer. Thank you. Okay. Now I'm going to challenge it. Good. And the challenge is, is this is the first time in the history of the state that you've lost population. Yes. The first time. Correct. Now, I'm going to just give you another sheet here. <laughs> and this is about income tax. Right. Your state income tax is 13.3% at the highest number. I also did more digging. The top 1% of Californians pay 50% of that total income tax bill. Yeah. Fully about, half. Roughly. Yeah. That's redistribution of wealth, isn't it? Well, it's progressive tax All right. policy. Now, look at yours, 13.3. What is Florida? What does that say? It says zero. Well, it's factually untrue. It's not zero. They, they, have, they have zero no, state the top income tax. One, well, the top 1% pay, uh, pay. Look, here you're, you're promoting... You're, Sean, is that, is, that a, is that a lie? No, let's, here's what you're promoting. You're promoting regressive tax policy. We don't believe in regressive tax policy. You're promoting one component of entire tax system, the 1%. With all due respect, you and I may pay the 1%. The vast majority of people watching don't. You pay more taxes in states like Texas for the middle class than you do in states okay. like California. Right now, Hold on. No, no, no. This is important. We have too many The American people don't know this. We have the highest tax rate for the 1%, but middle class families actually pay less than the majority of states in America, in California. So the question is, who are you for? So who are you fighting for? I, I am for, I, I'm just wondering, because I, I have homes in, in Florida. Yeah. And you pay a lot of property tax there. Uh, Double what you pay in California. I would think well, twice about except that. Except if you add the, the millionaire property tax that you've just put in L.A. County. Well, that's a transfer that's, tax, and we that, didn't do that. That, that, that was transfer tax is like a half a By million way, dollars. I don't know if you can get health insurance down So in you're Florida telling well. me the loss of net population. 18 states. We were number and 10. You're point three and this number here, 13.3%. Now, the... Every California Which also we've had since we had for a decade. Okay, for a decade. But, but, right, and you supported it for a decade. The public actually initiated. Okay, it, it was supported by the public. But the point is, Florida has zero. The net population growth, hang on, per Florida That's is for almost percent. Is almost a thousand Sean, people I, a day, and you're losing eight hundred people I a day. Respect, it, wait, here's my question: Is this connected to that? No, I respect your audience too much to let them be misled on this. The audience this doesn't live in that rare for no. This is a lie? You're manipulating some fundamental facts. You're omitting the fact that the vast majority of people do not live 
in the 1%. You're talking about the 1% tax. 1% pays half of it. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm talking about the American people don't live there. And the reality is when they live in Texas versus California, middle class pay more than they do in the state of California. Texas is higher tax well, you, than Florida, that's for sure. Yeah, but your beef seems to be with Ron DeSantis. No, no well, and then let's, we could talk about the Abbott. Kid, the kidnapper, we'll get well, into that in a little bit. But you know, here's my point. Yeah. We've had a progressive tax, but I didn't establish the 13.3% that was done before I even got here. I've opposed new in increases in the top 1% tax. I oppose the statewide wealth tax. I've never been a profligate Democrat. I balance budgets. We make the hard choices. Well, I'm a you, business you, guy. Started you have a deficit of $32 million, billion dollars this year. This state, we dominate in venture capital, innovation. We have the finest system of public higher education anywhere on planet Earth. We convey more talent than any place on the planet. This state, I mean, R&D, what, what, did, what did Tesla just do? They moved back into the state of California. Disney's moving their jobs back from Florida in the state of California. You didn't acknowledge per capita more Floridians coming back to California than Californians going to Florida. This was anomalous. 18 states saw a decline. I love this state. Don't count us out. I've been hearing this bashing all my life. I am not, but I have a list of all the state headquarters, and I'll scroll them on our screen. Good. And you can take a look at them. These are all the corporations that have left your state. And we're creating their corporate headquarters, one after another, after another. There's a lot. So what I'm pointing how out is... How many jobs are we creating? How many so unicorn companies? You, you how many IPOs? Three times Florida. So twice the number of Texas. Don't omit all of the facts. Okay, but that's the, all I'm asking. Okay, I'm asking you not to admit all the facts. So we have all these corporations. Let me give you a list here. Here's the whole list: Tesla, Apple, Nestle, Tesla Oracle. Moved their world headquarters, they have moved that, their business headquarters out of your state. Yeah, and how many jobs? They Here's created the whole in the list. I gave and you. How many Here's jobs left with them? How many Did you jobs? Want to keep it? No, but you need to know. None. It was insignificant, inconsequential. We create more companies every single day. More billionaires. I'm scrolling these. No companies. state. No. One half of America's one wow. billion dollar valued companies are in the state of California. This right. state economy has outperformed the nation 3.1% in the last decade, 2.1% nationwide. I've been hearing this nonsense for half a century, literally half a century. But they've People only left in out. recent years. We've created. How many have we created? How many new IPOs? How many new opportunities? How many jobs were taken out of the state of California when Tesla moved its headquarters? You don't know that because it was insignificant. Let me ask about quality of life issues. When you have, <laughs> I'll give you these back. By the way, I'm well aware of these. Stats. I think if you put them around the governor's <laughs> mansion, this is going to be a classic interview. <laughs> You know, the, listen, it may seem, and you're very, I, I appreciate your passion for your state. I love it. I appreciate the fact that you fight for your, the things you believe in. Yeah. You know, and this goes back to the original premise of not only this discussion, because this really is a friendly discussion. No, I know. There's, there's no personal animus between no. us. It's just, I don't agree with your, your views. You're very good at giving reason, rationale for losing population and higher state income tax. And, and now I'm going to ask you about the homeless population. But you have stores now in San Francisco because of smash and grab robberies. They're leaving. Yeah. You know, Walgreens is one. I think Target is the other. There's at least three. Whole Foods is another. Yeah. You're leaving San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. So my question to you is... Between taxes, bureaucracy, crime, homelessness, mm -hmm. and the homeless numbers are not really good no. uh, for you in your state versus well, I, Florida. I acknowledge that. And no, I, mean, I wouldn't compare ourselves to anyone. It's a disgrace, the homeless issue out In here. 2008, you, you had a 10-year plan. Yeah. I got the tape. Let me play for Let's you. Let's do it. San Francisco. We believe, fundamentally, that food solves hunger, that shelters solve sleep, 
and that housing solves homelessness. And if we're going to solve the problem uh, of those that are out on the streets that we define as homeless, we better solve the housing problem if we're going to have an impact. And that's why we established this framework, what we call a 10-year plan to end chronic homelessness in San Francisco. This is San Francisco. Okay, now, here we are. You want to know the results after 10 years? Okay, here's, no, 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 but here's not, a comparison. No, I, no, I don't need to look at you today. Don't my charts. Yeah, I, know I, you the charts. I know the charts. I know these charts so well. Yeah. After 10 years, we reduced the street population by 33%. You know what? I'm proud of the fact we established a goal. We did it with the with the Bush administration, with Republicans. We did it with a framework where we were actually identified by George W. Bush as one of the leaders in terms of establishing not only a framework of a plan, but delivering on what we promoted and promised. And I agree with you. You know, Michelangelo said it best. The biggest risk in life is not that we aim too low and reach it. It's we aim too high and miss it. Rather, the opposite. My point being, we have to be audacious. And in so doing, we actually made progress. This state has not made progress in the last two decades as it relates to homelessness. Why? Because housing costs are too high. Our regulatory thickets are too problematic. Localism has been too impactful, meaning people locally are pushing back against new housing starts and construction. I've been here four years. I can't make up for the fact in 2005, we had an historic number of homeless under now, Republican administration. Right now, there's 171,000 estimated. Okay. Disgraceful. And, and all right, I'll compare to Florida again. Oh, yeah. 26,000. Of course. Okay, same uh, weather, impossible. similar state. I mean, uh, I've lived in both. Dynamics are very different. That said, we own this, Sean. I'm not, yeah. I'm not here defending no, this. Okay. But here's the difference. But you're going to build 1,200 homes this year, I read. That's not true. You have a proposal. I just got 68,000 people off the streets last year. And by the way, that's been politifact. 68,000. We had, a, we had, I have a $15.3 billion homeless plan. When I got here, it was half a billion dollars. The state of California was not involved in the homeless issue. We got involved. We're holding cities and counties accountable. I'm suing cities and they're not producing housing. Housing. We actually have a 15-year high in new housing starts in the state of California. We're actually seeing programs produce real results. But I want accountability. I'm not the mayor of California. I'm governor of states larger than 21 states populations combined. And the difference between me and most politicians is I own this. I take responsibility for this. This is personal to me. I love this state. I don't like what's happening with the encampments. I, I don't like that. what's happening in the streets and sidewalks. I don't like the bashing of my old city, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Whole Foods did shut down one business, but it was a bad location to begin with. They're opening a new one. We have 2.7% was out here recently with a team, and I said, it's don't bad. go to the wharf. Certain parts are bad. And we own that. I just put the National Guard and the CHP yeah. down there. Hundreds of millions. I never, you, and by the way, you mentioned defund police. Don't accuse me of that. I've no, never been part of that. You did say, I've I have a quote of you saying you police. didn't want to build any more border wall. That, that quote I have. I, I, because it was, it was sort of farcical, this notion that somehow you're going to have a physical structure that's 2,000 miles long. Why I mean, not? With all due respect, I sit here watching the former president say he did it and somehow Mexico paid for it. It's laughable, those assertions. Well, you got a better trade deal with Mexico and Canada and NAFTA. Uh, I'm not here to take cheap shot on that for it. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. We'll have more of this and a preview of tonight's Hannity, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel as we continue. to silence Hannity. Don't let it happen. Make the commitment now. Three hours every day at 3 p.m. This is the Sean Hannity Show. You know, ammo is expensive. It's also in short supply. Now, many of you may not know you can train without ammunition thanks to the military-grade technology that we've been telling you about called Mantis X. 
Uh, you may also not know that all the best shooters in the world do a majority of their training doing dry fire practice at home. By the way, Mantis X, military-grade technology at an affordable price used by the Marine Corps, the Army, Special Forces, and their training system is no ammo. It's an all-electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. You simply attach it to your firearm, and you can use it at home, at the range, have friends uh, over and, and neighbors and your kids. And guess what? You can become a marksman or a markswoman in no time. 94% of shooters, they improve within 20 minutes of using Mantis X. They give you data-driven, real-time feedback on your techniques. They'll guide you through drills and courses. And it just works. And it's inexpensive. And it's fun. And if you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you need to act on your Second Amendment responsibility. And that means to be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Anyway, start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com, M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. That's going to wrap things up for today. As always, thank you for making this show possible. Set your DVR, Hannity, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News channel. Loaded up the unaired portion of my interview with Gavin Newsom. It gets very, very interesting. Hope you'll watch it. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Set your DVR, Fox News. We'll see you tonight, back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and there's so much happening around our country. Crimes happening in your own backyard. Listen to the story of Bob Brayton. Now, Bob was at home when an intruder physically forced his way inside. Now, luckily, Bob was able to grab his burner, and he used it to backpedal the man right outside and off of his property. Now, it's legal in all 50 states. No background checks required. They ship it right to your door. Go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. And if you do that now, you get an exclusive 10% discount. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited run, half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. All qualified listeners who visit HannityGold.com this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. So go to HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. That's HannityGold.com.